We give all honor and praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning as we do every morning. Thank you for joining us this morning on In The Moment. I'm your host, Reverend Ricky Allen Jr. And I pray wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I pray that you have the Lord in mind always. Hope you had a great week. Let's get started with our morning scripture. That comes from Romans 15:13, Romans 15:13, which reads as follows. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's a wonderful reminder there about how the Holy Ghost lives in our lives. He's the comforter. And we definitely should be paying attention. Uh, we'll be continuing our prayer reading um, from the book Prayers Throughout Demons by John Eckhart. Uh, this week is uh, entitled A Prayer of Revelation. A Prayer of Revelation. Now, this is a very long prayer, so I will not be reading all of it, but I encourage you, if you want to know the rest of it, uh, shoot me an email, I'll send it to you, or better yet, just go buy the book. Uh, pretty decent book. These prayers are combined. Uh, scripture that he put into prayer form. So um, we're going through and checking it out and seeing what we're reading here. So with all hearts and minds clear, let us pray. Thank you, Lord, first of all, for hearing my prayer. You are a God that reveals secrets, Lord. Reveal your secrets unto me. Reveal to me the secret and deep things. Let me understand things kept secret from the foundation of the world. Let the seals be broken from your word. Let me understand and have revelation of your will and purpose for my life. Give me the spirit of wisdom revelation and let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let me understand heavenly things. Open my eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. Let me know and understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Let me speak to others by revelation. Reveal your secrets to your servants, the prophets. Let the hidden things be made manifest. Hide your truths from the wise and prudent, and reveal them to the babes. Let your arm be revealed in my life. Reveal the things that belong to me. Let your word be revealed unto me. Let your glory be revealed in my life. Let your righteousness be revealed in my life. Let me receive visions and revelation of the Lord. Let me receive the abundance of revelation. Let me be a good steward of your revelation. Let me speak the mystery of Christ. Let me receive and understand your hidden wisdom. Hide not your commandments from me. Let me speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Let me make known the mystery of the gospel. Make known unto me the mystery of your will. Open your dark sayings upon the harp. Let me understand your parables, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Lord, light my candle and enlighten my darkness. Make darkness light before me. Give me the treasures of darkness and hidden riches in secret places. Let your candle shine upon my head. My spirit is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Let me understand the deep things. Let me understand your deep thoughts. Let my eyes be enlightened with your word. My eyes are blessed to see that all spiritual cataracts and scales be removed from my eyes. Let me comprehend with all saints what is breadth and length and depth and height of your love. Let my reins instruct me in the night season and let me awaken with revelation. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. 
We pray God is going to bless you with a mighty message and hope to support you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Email us at yourmomentministries at gmail.com with your praise and prayer requests. Help support this ministry through your cash app, dollar sign, your moment. We appreciate your continued prayers and support. And now, today's message. All right, and we're back. Our topic this morning is trusting the transition, trusting the transition. Uh, you know, here at uh, Your Moment Ministries, we're also trusting our transition. We're not doing a green screen, as you can see. I'm doing a hard backdrop. Uh, so uh, hopefully it looks good on the camera. Hopefully everything works out. And we just pray that uh, the production value goes up. For the viewer, because we're doing this all for the glory of God and for the purposes of sharing his gospel to the kingdom and not to have too many distractions in the background. So hopefully that is the case this morning as we do our own transition. Um, so as we're doing our transition, what about you? What about your transition? Maybe uh, this season you're going into, you got folks starting college for the first time. Maybe you got folks starting um, high school for the first time, primary school for the first time kindergarten for the first time how about that who remembers those days the nerves and you're trying to encourage the young ones maybe you have teenagers that are nervous or college students freshmen that are nervous i have one so i'm there right there with you uh is you know you're encouraging them but you're also you're looking for the lord to encourage you to be strong and to say everything that needs to be said to them so uh our like i said our topic is trusting the transition it comes from joshua 1 9 we'll be going through the entire chapter of course uh because it's such great content there before we finally get to verse 9 but we're going to focus on verse 9 which reads as follows have not i commanded thee be strong and of good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is whithersoever thou goest. Let us pray. Now, Lord, we ask you to reveal your word to us. Um, that's been the, the theme this morning, apparently. Revelation. We ask you, Lord, to uh, help us mine out the nuggets in your scripture and truly uh, see what's going on here and what you want us to learn. We thank you, Lord, for those who have joined us this morning. We thank you for those who are here listening for those who are not we pray they're somewhere at a church taking in god's taking in god's word ingesting the word uh definitely listening and fellowshipping with other saints these and all things we ask in the lord jesus christ amen courage is the overall arcing theme of joshua 1 because he is going through a transition. Uh, this is uh, a theme that begins in Deuteronomy 31, uh, specifically verse 7, where it says, And Moses called up unto Joshua and said unto him, In the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. No pressure there. God has charged Joshua to lead the people into the land he has promised them. Scroll down to verse 4, we read about the logistical area of what they will receive. And verse 5 guarantees that no one will be able to stand before thee. This phrase is significant because in the Hebrew it translates as follows. To set or station oneself, 
take one stand. Or you can go to the original word origin is a prim or a root. What's a root? The root is an establishment of the plant providing the resources uh, for life for it to grow. God is telling Joshua here that no one will be able to stand against him or set root or establish themselves against his reign. God is moving away from the charge mode of his talk with Joshua to the assurance mode. He tells him in verse 6 and 7, be strong and of good courage. Remember that? We heard this in Deuteronomy. Then, very, very courageous, move down to verse 8. He tells him in so many words to maintain and study God's word. And finally, get to the verse 9 where he says again to be strong and courageous. In your transition, God is focusing not on where you're going or what you're doing, but what you're thinking. How you're going to behave in the transition. It is here we're going to look at the areas where he said be strong and courageous because obviously, obviously in this time of transition, that is the most important part of God's charge. In your time of transition right now, the most important part of what God is doing for you involves you being strong and being courageous, obviously, because it is mentioned throughout this chapter. Many of you are going through a transition out there. I don't know what it is. You know, and God knows. Many of you are watching kids go to school, like I said, a new grade, new level of maturity, maybe college. I say children because that's one of the, the greatest charges of transition around September that many people are experiencing right now. Maybe you're not, but you know someone that's going through that. Maybe you've uh, told them and reassured them, and yet you may need reassurance. Maybe you need uh, encouragement yourself. That's what God's here for. Maybe you're going through something uh, from the summer that you must endure in this season. How about that? Let's uh, clean that up. Maybe you're going through something that has nothing to do with children, school, you might be past that season. It might be something else that you have to endure and be strong and courageous. But we have that all on tap today for you, so uh, sit back and relax. Verse 6 says, be strong and of good courage. We read this. First, there is the courage to cross over into the land and accept God's blessing. Notice here God is speaking in a planning mode for Joshua. This blessing is all but done spiritually. God's already taken it, is already taking charge of it, taking care of it. Uh, the victory is won through Christ Jesus. But Joshua physically has to lead the people to go and get it. Moses had to get the people up and prepare them to cross that parted sea. God had already told him what he was going to do, but still Moses, on the physical aspect, had to get them up and get them moving in that direction. So if you have children that are nervous about school, Maybe you're nervous about a new job. Maybe it's college. In order to get them moving in the right direction, uh, you got to be brave enough to lead them there. It does not happen on its own. 
And we are kind of focusing on school because I know we have a lot of young parents out there. We have a lot of uh, seasoned parents out there that you're dealing with your own challenges respectively with your children. And with things that are going on in school right now, I feel like it is the proper time to address uh, the ability to be strong and be courageous. Not saying that other things are not important, but this takes priority because we are entering the fall season in September where most people are starting school. Next, verse seven says to be thou strong and very courageous. Look at that. But this time that is needed to be very courageous it is needed in maintaining God's word in this transition. So in this transition, you got to be trusting the movement of what you're going to do. You got to move with the trust and knowing that God's going to do what he said he's going to do when he said he's going to do it. But now you have to be strong and very courageous. So it, it takes a little bit more strength to maintain God's word. God's word is how you're going to grow. Prosper in this new season that you're in. He's telling Joshua, don't let it out of your sight when he says, turn not from it to the right hand or the left. And he continues this in verse 8 because why? It's just that important. No matter what you're doing out here, how you're doing it, if you cannot maintain the word of God in your, in your mind and around you in your speech, then you're going you're gonna to fall off. You're going to lose and you're not going to know why because you got too wrapped up in what's going on around you that you forgot to stay wrapped up in what's going on in you. Notice in verse seven, he says, thou mayest observe. That's important. That's a function. Observing. That's a, that's a function to physically ensure you're in worship. Then we jump down to verse 8, where the conversation about God's word in our life continues with the addition of speaking on God's word and meditating on his word, along with the observance of God's word. So now we see that we should be in worship, we should be meditating on God's word, and we should also be speaking on God's word in the transition. When we're Going into this blessing that God has us, we should be main, we got to remember to maintain these things. When we get there, this is the foundation, folks. This is what's going on when we get there. We're going to worship. We're going to maintain God's word. And we're going to speak God's word. One more time. We're going to worship. We're going to maintain God's word. And we're going to speak God's word. Because a lot of times... When God has done what he says he's going to do for us and we've prayed, prayed, prayed and we've sung all the songs and all this stuff and we finally get it, we kind of lose sight of God. Just read Haggai. They let the temple go to nothing. God was looking for folks that remember the temple in its former glory. Why? Because got some roofs on the houses and they went on by the business and left the temple in disarray. We don't want that. We do not want that. Which finally leads us to verse 9. Be strong and of good courage, first of all. Again, we hear it again. We hear it again. Now, he adds on more things. Be not afraid. Be thou not dismayed. Because he's assuring 
that he's going to be with us wherever we go. In your transition, in your transition, now, don't be afraid. When, it's, when you see yourself entering a new season of life with your spouse, without your spouse, maybe your spouse is going on to be with the Lord. Maybe you're entering a season where you're having to adjust to not having that person around you physically. Be not afraid. Maybe you're entering a season to where you have no more kids in the house. They're all in college. Or maybe they all moved on with their life. And you're trying to find your role in their life. And it might be a little difficult. You might be having some stumbling blocks there because you're trying to figure out what part do you play now in their life. Be not afraid. Maybe you're starting a new job this season and you want to make sure it works because Christmas is right around the corner. The holidays are coming and you cannot afford to lose the job. Be not afraid. Maybe you started going to a new church and things um, are still kind of, you don't know what's going on. You, you're not too sure whether or not this is the place for you. And you're praying, praying, praying. And God has already given you the answer. Now, be not afraid. Don't be dismayed. Here's what God says. That he's with you wherever you go. Do you realize that this morning? Do you realize that God is with you wherever you go? He's telling Joshua here something, something very interesting. That whether they're going into this land or any other land, he is with them. It's not just about the land that he promised them. It's about everywhere they go. He's reminding Joshua that I am with you everywhere you go. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. He's already assured Joshua no one's going to stand is going to be able to stand against him. He's already assured Joshua that everything that he's going to step on is his already. God has already paved that way for you. You just got to step onto it and trust it. You have to trust this transition to a point to where you can see what God has for you. Maybe God has already revealed to you what he has in line for you, but you cannot get to it because you have not started moving those feet. People, it's called faith. It is called faith in Jesus Christ. And if you do not have enough faith to move in the direction that God has pointed you, directed you, showed you through people, show you through your job, show you through your money, show you through people around you, complete strangers have told you, and you have yet to move, you can't be mad when you don't get it. You can't be mad because you're not moving in the direction that God needs you to move. This is not a situation of God helps those that help themselves. No, this is response to your faith in Jesus Christ. Because I have faith in Jesus Christ, in his birth, crucifixion, resurrection, because I have faith in Jesus Christ that I, he has saved me through the shedding of his blood, that he has given me a grace that goes beyond all understanding, I'm gonna move in my life towards the things that I feel God is moving me towards, that I feel God is calling me to do because of my faith in Jesus Christ. It's not because I'm still trying to get it. I already got it. I just got to go get it physically now. Spiritually, I already got it. But now, I got to go get it spirit physically. I got to get up. I got to get going. If I want the new job and I feel like God has already given me the new job, I got to get up and go apply for it. I can't keep meditating on it. I got to get into this transition. I got, But I have to trust it, though. You got to trust it. Many of you out there have no problems receiving the blessing, but you don't trust the transition. And it slows you down, and it trips you up, 
and you get mad when you finally do receive and you say, well, it shouldn't have been that hard. You're right, it shouldn't have been that hard. But at the same time, maybe you should have trusted just a little bit more in God's word. Nonetheless, we'll keep it moving. Nonetheless, <laughs> we could go all day about that. So again, we have to be strong and courageous in receiving the blessing God has for us. We have to be strong and courageous in maintaining God's word and receiving the blessing he has for us. And finally, we got to be strong, courageous, and unafraid and dismayed and trust in God's presence over us wherever we go. What God is saying is no matter what's going on, I'm going to be there. Now, someone out there may need to hear that. No matter where you are, no matter what's going on, I'm going to be there. He wants to ensure that Joshua understands that, yes, you're in a transition to leadership. Yes, Moses, Moses my servant, is dead. He says that in the earlier parts of chapter 1. Why does he say it again? Because he has to let Joshua know verbally and let it truly sink in that a transition is taking place and so he goes through this assurance of Joshua I'm going to be with you be strong and be courageous be strong and be courageous and then he says be strong and be courageous so obviously if God's repeating himself there's something to it because if he has taken care of everything else in your life in my life and the only thing we have to do is be strong and courageous and moving in the direction of the land which he has promised us, then we shouldn't have no problems here, folks. Shouldn't have no problems. We have to work to be better at this. We have to work to be better at who we are as believers in this thing we call faith. A lot of folks are failing right now in having faith because they get distracted. They are pretty much like Peter on the water going to see Jesus. He's all excited and hyped at first, and then he remembers, oh, I'm walking on water. Then he sinks. <laughs> then he sinks. Because he gets distracted. He, gets, he loses that spiritual focus on Christ. And sometimes we lose our spiritual focus on Christ. But here's the thing, though. Isn't God good? Isn't God good he understands that? That he understands that we... Are, that's going to happen, that we are going to lose focus. But it's, he's so good in knowing that because he gives us the opportunity to get our focus back. Especially in transition, in times of transition where sometimes our foolish hearts want to get in the middle of what God is telling us to do in our transition. So we decide, you know what, I think I can bend this just enough to be comfortable in the transition and still get it done. I hear you, God. I, I know what you want me to do, but it's a little uncomfortable and I'm nervous. Uh, but, you know, if I can just, just bend this just enough, you know, then I'll be good. Okay, well, what happens when it doesn't bend, though? Because God doesn't bend. If he tells you to do something, you just do it. You trust in the Lord and just do it. Have some faith. A lot of folks don't get this thing we call God's kingdom because it involves having a thing called faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You have to have faith. You can't ask God for something and then have no faith that it's gonna happen and then get mad at God for it not happening. Well, you didn't have faith in the first place. Ain't nobody got time for that. So either you're going to have faith 
or you're not going to have faith. Either you're going to get up and move in the direction that God has for you, or you're not going to move at all and sit there and the blessing will never come to you. Sometimes we get frustrated for that reason and we need to do better. And we can do better because he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us, for our sinful nature. The debt's been paid. Only thing you have to do is accept the gift that Christ has, the gift of grace of him understanding who we are and what we are and what we're capable of doing. And most importantly, being able to trust in that. If whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on in this process, it's not pointing towards the cross. It's going to be a slow process. I'm telling you that right now. If your trust does not point towards the cross, it's going to be slow. If your movement is not cross-minded, it's going to be slow. Because you're not trusting in what Christ has done for you already. The victory is already won. Now, the only thing you have to do is go get it. You just got to go get it. And I know it's hard. I'm sure it was hard for Joshua. I'm sure it was. That's why I feel sometimes God, he said it time and time again because he realized here's a young man who has to come behind this great leader. He's put in front of the people. Moses uh, does his change of command, so to speak, right there and lets everybody know that this is the guy that God has picked. This is the man that's going to do it. Um, good luck. <laughs> in so many words and maybe you've been put in that position maybe you're there right now maybe you are the person that God has chosen to lead your family lead your job lead your community into this new season that he has for y'all um, and maybe you are nervous that's that's leadership you're gonna be nervous if you're not nervous as a leader then I don't know what to think Nerves is going to be there. It's only human. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. It's only human. I've led people. Still leading people. Still ministering to people. But I'm strong and I'm courageous. And that's all that is needed to get from point A to point B. Be strong and be courageous. Because God has taken care of everything else for you. So, in closing, if you are in need of prayer in your transition. I want you to contact us via the information provided earlier in the show. I want you to reach out to us and let us know what we can pray for in your transition. Um, I don't know what your transition is. Uh, I don't know where you are in your transition, but I do know that we serve a loving God. We serve a loving God who is available, who will listen to you, and who will trust if you trust him in the transition. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you and you have a fantastic week.